1: Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to New Heights Educational Group radio show. My name is Kaden Behan, your host, and also with me today is Sadia Ijaz, our co-host. Hello, Sadia. How are you doing today? Oh, hi, it's Caden. I'm very well, thank you. Sorry, that's oh. <laughs> okay. It's okay. There always is sometimes a delay in the um in the system. Today we have mm-hmm. a very special radio show for you guys today. On
0: right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals.
1: So today we're going to, like I said, talk a little bit about the 4th of July, and we're doing 4th of July special. we're just going to give a little bit of history and fun facts on the 4th of July, keep it nice and short and sweet and uh, fun so you can enjoy your July 4th weekend. So, Sadia um, is going to introduce a little bit what we're going to be talking about today. So, take it away, Sadia. Yeah. I hope everyone has a nice
0: 4th of July, and I think it is very important to know how our independence came to be and where it all started because I bet there's much more to it than most people know. So, let's talk the birth of American independence. When the initial battles in the Revolutionary War broke out in April, 1775, few colonists desired to complete independence from Great Britain, and those who did were considered radicals. By the middle of the following year, however, many more colonists had come to favor independence, thanks to hostility against Britain and the spread of revolutionary sentiments, such as those expressed in Thomas Paine's published in early 1776. On June 7th, when the Continental Congress met at the Pennsylvania State House, later Independence Hall in Philadelphia, the Virginia Delegate Henry Lee introduced a motion calling for the colony's independence. Amid heated debate, Congress postponed the vote on Lee's resolution, but appointed a five-man committee, including Thomas Jefferson of Virginia, John Adams of Massachusetts, Roger Sherman of Connecticut, and uh, Benjamin Franklin of Pennsylvania, and Robert R. Livingston of New York to draft a formal statement justifying the break with Great Britain. On July 2nd, the Continental Congress voted in favor of Lee's resolution for independence in unanimous vote. The New York delegation abstained but later voted affirmatively. On that day, John Adams wrote to his wife Abigail that July 2nd will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival, and that the celebration should include pomp and parade, games, sports, guns, spells, bonfires, and illumination, from one end of this continent to the other. On July 4th, the Congress formally adopted the Declaration of Independence, which had been written largely, largely by Jefferson. Though the vote for actual independence took place on July 2nd, from then on, the 4th became the day that was celebrated as the birth of American independence. Let's talk about how the 4th of July celebrations celebrations used to be um, before our time. In the pre-revolutionary years, colonists held annual celebrations of the king's birthday, which traditionally included the ringing of bells, bonfires, processions, and speechmaking. By contrast, during the, uh, during the sum- summer of 1776, some colonists celebrated the birth of independence by holding mock funerals for King George III as a way of symbolizing the end of the monarchy's hold on America and the triumph of liberty. Festivities included concerts, bonfires, parades, and the firing of cannons and muskets usually accompanied the first public readings of the Declaration of Independence,
1: beginning immediately
0: after its adoption. Philadelphia held the, first annual, held the first annual commemoration of independence on July 4, 1777, while Congress was still occupied on, with the ongoing war. George Washington issued double rations of rum to all his soldiers to mark the anniversary of independence in 1778 and in 1781, several months before the key and victory at Yorktown. Massachusetts became the first state to to make July 4th an official state holiday. After the Revolutionary War, Americans continued to commemorate Independence Day every year in celebrations that allowed the new nations emerging political leaders to address citizens and create a feeling of unity. unity. by the last days of the 18th century, the two major political parties, Federalists and Democratic Republicans, that had began holding separate Independence Day celebrations in many large cities. Uh, how did 4th of July become a national holiday? Well, the traditional patriotic celebration became even more widespread than uh, widespread after the War of 1812, in which the United States again, again faced Great Britain. In 1870, the U.S. Congress made July 4th a federal holiday in, 14, in 1941, the provision was expanded to grant a paid holiday to all federal employees. Uh, Over the years, the political importance of the holiday would decline, but Independence Day remained an important national holiday and a symbol of patriotism. Falling in midsummer, the Fourth of July has since the late 19th century became a major major focus of leisure activities and a common occasion for family get-togethers involving fireworks and outdoor barbecues. The most common symbol of the holiday is the American flag. And a common musical accompaniment is the Star Spangled Banner, the national anthem of the United States. This information was taken in part from the History Channel. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just ninety-five dollars each, or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs. Co. Thank you. To
1: give you um, some somewhat of a history behind the Fourth of July holiday, I just want to give you guys some fun facts about the Fourth of July that you may or may not have known. John Adams believed that July second, um, which was mentioned before as the actual date that the independence um, the Declaration of Independence was signed, mm-hmm. was the correct date on which to celebrate the birth of American independence, and John Adams would reportedly turn down invitations to appear at July fourth events in protest. Adams and Thomas Jefferson both died on july fourth, eighteen twenty six the fiftieth anniversary of the adoption of the Declaration of Independence. Also, there was 156 years from when the Pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock and Independence was declared. It so was a very short amount of time in retrospect when you think about it. In 1777, fireworks were approved by Congress to celebrate Independence Day. 25 million pounds of fireworks were sold to cities across the U.S. for the celebrations of July 4th in 2012. John Hancock was the first to sign the decoration. He was the president of the Continental Congress at the time and has the most noticeable signature on the document. Fifty-six people signed the Declaration of Independence, and some signed as late as 1786. The oldest person to sign the Declaration was Benjamin Franklin at the age of 70, and the youngest was Edward Rutledge at the age of 26. In 1870, the Fourth of July was declared a national holiday, And in 1938, the 4th of July was declared a paid holiday. Eleven places in the U.S. have independence in their name. Three presidents have died on the 4th of July, which are John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe. 150 million hot dogs are eaten each year Mm -hmm. on the 4th of July. And $110 billion was traded between the U.S. and England over the last years. So there's... Just some fun facts about the 4th of July. Many of us are familiar with the history, but again, we just want to stress the importance of how it all came to be and play out, because it is our independence, after all, um, and is a very proud and special holiday for the American citizens. So as we promised before, we kept it short and sweet, so that way you guys can go out and enjoy your barbecues and have a very safe and fun 4th of July. Next week, we're going to talk about how reading over the summer can improve academic performance and prevent knowledge loss. So tune in next week for that topic. So thank you, Sadia, and um, thank you, audience. I hope you have a very great Fourth of July weekend. Again, be safe, but definitely enjoy it. Thank you, Kaden, for having me, and it was a pleasure to um, talk about our uh, uh, history of Fourth of July and why it was really important. So thank you. No problem. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.